Welcome to the Kingdom's Insider Podcast. I'm Craig McCarroll, joined by my beautiful wife, Andrea McCarroll. I am the creator and founder of Guns and Fitness. Get your mind right and the body will follow. Andrea, what are we going to be talking about today? Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. We've been in my making the move from Idaho to um, the LA area, so we've been revamping our lives. We wanted to kick off this episode being episode one, season two, as we reside here in our lovely piece of paradise by the beach. So we wanted to just jump on here really quick and fill you guys in on um, a little bit of what we've been doing and what we've been working on, kind of keep you guys up to speed, um, what's new in our life and all the many changes that have happened over the past couple weeks and um, why we're doing what we're doing. We kind of, sorry for the echoes and the new sounds and everything like that. As, like I mentioned, we just moved into our new house, so we're still trying to figure out. It's all part of the experience. Yeah, we're just trying to figure out, like, what's our new studio? So getting all the sound checks and everything like that figured out. So just bear with us. And, um, yeah, we just wanted to fill you guys in as this is our first season by the beach. So our first episode. That's right. And our first season. Season two. Yeah. It's really exciting in the sunny state of California. It's so cute because you're like being so <laughs> nervous right now. Like you're so nervous like with their hands. It's like, season okay. two. It's exciting. Um, Craig just got back from Pennsylvania from a memorial. <laughs> Do you want to Savannah, talk? Georgia. Whatever. What did I say? States and geography. What did I That's say? That's not cool. Pennsylvania. I did? Yeah. I don't know. I see another buddy Corey out there. Um, yeah, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, Savannah, we went out to Savannah, Georgia. Um, unfortunately, it was for some reasons that it was for a memorial for a buddy. But uh, one of the coolest experiences I've ever had the privilege of being a part of and just reconfirming the, the community that I'm a part of with the recon community. And I, I'm sure with every military community out there, is got its own special things that go on with it. But just to see this community of uh, recon Marines come together to say farewell to uh, our, our really good friend and recon Marine, Buck Smith, and, and then welcoming his son, his four-year-old son, Rhett, and uh, uh, Jade, his, his mom, and the, uh, you know, his, his whole family and pe- the siblings and, people that were left behind getting to welcome them into our community and just to see that <clears throat> all come together and um, to experience it and be there with them and just knowing that my my uh, any, anybody if anything happens to me I know I have a community that's going to back up every take care of everybody that is close to me so that whole experience was amazing I think I've had a uh, had a couple of days of detoxing myself from the uh, events that occurred. <laughs> the events that transpire <laughs> when when a group of like that get together, and it was awesome. Some of the guys I hadn't seen in fifteen years, but we get together like, it, and it was like not a day it had skipped, and it's just it's just really cool. I love being able to reacquaint myself, and that's part of the reason. Um, one of the biggest reasons I started Guns and Fitness was to be able to keep that community strong because the brotherhood and the bonds that we've created over the time with the military family is 
unbelievable. And, um, yeah, just to keep that reconnected with everybody was super awesome. That's so cool. Um, but we couldn't have done it without the support of our wives. <laughs> That's a nice little plug. <laughs> well, no, um, it's true, though. Um, yeah, so we got here, and I don't know how far back we want to go, so... Um, I guess I probably should have listened to our last podcast and what it is that we shared with everybody, but we kind of been talking about how much we were building our brands and a lot about what we were going on inside, um, you know, with the, in our personal life and the things with our kids and the challenges that come with having a blended family and Craig and I both being step parents and everything like that. So why we're trying to build these companies together simultaneously. So all those challenges we were wrapping up in Idaho, um, you know, we, since our, the events and all those seminars that we were going to, you know, and every single time we would do our vision boards and our goals and kind of start writing out what our life looked like, it always, I think it always had to do with the beach, it always had to do with where we were barefoot and happy, where, what could, you know, every time we would spend all of our free time and our vacation time finding the closest, warmest beach near us at all times whenever those opportunities came about, whether it was a holiday or whatever. And me and Craig, you know, we I think we just, every single time we're like, can you imagine if this was our life? Can you imagine if we could just live here? And our that's where our kids are most happy and everybody's most happy. So, you know, Craig and I just both got to the point where we got so sick of talking about what if, what ifs, what ifs. And we come from this world of you say yes and you do this shit now. And the only time as time goes on, you'll only have more hurdles to overcome. And everything that Craig and I do seems to come with a lot of extra unchallenged challenges that we were so unprepared for. So, um, you know, nothing that's happened to us we saw coming. So everything from the kids' mom and things that Levi was going through, being abused by her and all that stuff. And then Craig and I keeping our marriage on the rails and um, raising our little family by our own rules. So we decided, Craig got this opportunity from Invictus um, to take over the management position for California. And um, if I'm saying anything wrong about your stuff, your shit, just I know, try man. to... Invictus is started by a bunch of recon marines and they've been kicking ass and I get the privilege of uh, being to, being able to be put into a position to actually get to be part of their team and the, there's a few other people involved with the California end of things and I just get to be one of the, the, the management the and supervisor on the ground. Yeah. yeah. So he had this opportunity and then you know, we kept on telling this company no because things just kept on happening with the kids' mom and um, her court and her constantly getting arrested and then Levi in and out of wilderness therapy and stuff like that. And there just never was a good time. And there's that saying that it's like the the good time is now or whatever it is. Or I don't know. Whatever. Glass houses sink ships. But it's like, it's so <laughs> true for us because we're like, we have to do shit and we have to do it now because if we procrastinate and we don't just go do things, there's always something. There's always something that holds us back. There's always something because life happens and when you have as many um, different moving parts as our family has, 
there's always going to be challenges that arises. So we can't be life's prisoner. And then we don't feel like we're the ones that are in control of our own lives. And I felt like towards the end of our stay in Idaho, I just felt like such a prisoner there. Like I felt like I was literally just sitting in my beautiful custom home and I was just sitting there waiting for life to happen to me. And that, you know, and so it just got to the point where Craig got offered again and the kids' mom went to prison. She got arrested again. And so she is finally being, um, having the opportunity to face her consequences fully and having to see out all that jail time that the judges consistently, you know, waived and let her out. And so we, the time that lined up and then they extended this offer to Craig one last time. And we just said we had to go now. And so we literally listed our house and moved two weeks later. And everybody said we were crazy. Why are you guys doing it this way? And it was like, it, it literally felt like when you have gone through so much, as much trauma as we had gone through it, literally I felt like the longer we'd stay there, the more shit that would happen. And, um, well, yeah, every, every day that? it was just another thing. You could sit back and like say, okay, well, I mean, Everything else is like you can. I can make a life no matter where I go and make myself happy. But if you look at where we would be on vacation, it's like where is the natural? Where are we naturally the happiest at? And it's always been on the on the beach or in the sun, you know, in the near the water and all that. So um, you could sit back and like to me, it was like you could sit back and wait for everything to happen and wait for the perfect opportunity, or you can just say screw it, it's never going to be any more perfect than now, and we just got to do it and figure out things along the way. I looked at kind of like when, uh, you know, when you find out you're, you're pregnant or something, you're like, holy shit, how are we going to do this? And you just figure it out, and you, fi- and you know that um, you'll, you'll make things happen, adapt and overcome with all the situations that come out. Or we can sit around in our comfort zone and, and live out our lives that way. <clears throat> yeah. and we don't really we're not very comfortable people we don't love, thrive in that environment I know I don't anyways yeah it's like the people that are out there living life and getting what they want out of life and just constantly working towards something greater or uh, looking for constant improvement or change and, and we always we, we practice what we preach we tell our kids that the best life is just outside of your comfort zone we were super comfortable in Idaho, maybe not so comfortable in the wintertime. <laughs> we wanted the sun and the fun, but um, now we're able to, we, we practice what we preach. We're, we had to get on a little uncomfortable, and it's been an adjustment moving here and with you know finances and everything else. But I think every day I've been reminded that we made the right move. And, I mean, the, the toughest part was the toughest choices that, that you had to make along the way. And I don't know if you're going to get into that at all, but, uh, that that's part of the part of our journey. And I think it goes along good with our movie that we're going to write. Yeah. It's like every decision or not even like big decisions. Like sometimes it was even like little tiny choices or little, little tiny decisions that we never thought would have an impact as great of an impact as it had on our life. It always seems like, Everything that I look back on that we've done from getting married, the way that we decided to get married, you know, the way you proposed, like every single thing always had a challenge that came right along with it. And it's almost like I've built up a tolerance for it. 
you know, because I'm like, oh yeah, shit, I'm gonna, we're gonna make a move, and anytime we pivot left or right, something fucking happens every single time. Something's happened, whether we saw it coming or somebody else made the decision, and yeah, we had nothing to do easy. with the decision. But it's, something's always happened, and I knew that this was gonna happen when we moved to California. I knew like my family was gonna be upset, or your mom was gonna be upset, or. My family's like, oh, yeah, Craig's like a fart on a hot pan. Oh, you're moving to California? Okay, cool. No big surprise. We're going to miss you. That's not true. <laughs> like, your sister was in tears. Like, people, yeah. like, they got, that's the longest you had been around, especially not deploying, you yeah. know? And so they got so used to you just being there all the time. And so I didn't think, I hate the feeling or the thought that we blindsided people because I, more than anybody, hate that feeling of feeling blindsided. But it was just more about taking an opportunity and moving and knowing that there was going to be a lot of challenges that came along with it. But we just, at the end of the day, when we lay our heads on the pillow, I know that this is where we're supposed to be. And we've been building our brands this year and you know, starting to share our story along with it as we do that. And it's just, it's been so rewarding to open ourselves up in our stories and to share it and to talk to the people that we've been able to talk to with interviews and um, just getting the feedback, whether it's just, sometimes it's just for you and me. Like sometimes it's just about you and I connecting and making sure that we both see the story the same way since we're writing our story to eventually be a screenplay because it's so amazing. Mm -hmm. But I think one thing needs to be said is that for this move to happen, even though people may have felt like, holy crap, a little bit blindsided, it really wasn't that it meant to be blindsided or anything like that, but it, they, family, friends and everybody turned around and did everything. It was their support that enabled us to be able to do this. Like, yeah. um, my friend Dale Reynolds was able to take over my company and to make sure that is running successful and allowed me to come out and follow my dream of working with Marines again and living in the, near the beach again. And, and the support of your family being there to, uh, you know, to help us through the whole move and the transition that you went through, uh, making that happen. And then, um, and then like even coming here and then I, I drove the, me and the two kids and the dog jumped in a 26 foot, uh, moving van, drove all the way across to cross country and the, you know, stayed at my buddy's house on the way here and then got here, unloaded the truck all together and, the struggles that we went through to get to that point. And then I hopped on a plane two days later and um, it was the friends and the family. My mom flew in to stay with the kids because Andrea wasn't able to join up with us until later. And just being able to have the support and no matter where you're at, I know that these, these friends and these family will always be there. Yeah. And what you, cause you had to go do that New York thing. So he went to the, this Christmas special thing, but it's, it's so funny because like our kids have to sometimes have to make really tough decisions and, um, I'll get into why I had to stay back in Idaho and the choices that we had to make. But it's like one thing that I noticed the moment that I moved here is like, we try to teach our kids. This is like, what are your values? And we make them have their values written up in their room somewhere 
and we have to know who you are, who you want to be type of stuff, right? And so it's like, like we were talking about the other night. It's like, if you know, if your values are known, you know all your decisions that you need to make. And so it's like, how clear are your values? And so I'm constantly trying to remind myself of this before I preach it on to the kids. But it's like your values determine your priorities and your priorities determine your goals and your goals determine your life. So if your values are clear, then decisions are easy. And me and Craig knew exactly what we wanted. The only question that we couldn't figure out was why are we waiting? Why are we waiting until the kids graduate from high school? Why are we waiting until you and I retire? Why are you and I waiting until our brands blow up and we have all this money coming in? Like, why are we waiting? And that was the one answer I could never get that could make the decision harder or easier anyways. And so it's like, that's one thing that I have to remind myself of every day is like, shit's going to be hard. And like, our life is constantly, we're being challenged to grow. And I can't believe like, like, even like when I got here, like I was looking at jobs and like, oh, maybe I'll just get like a side gig while I'm working on my brand and working on all of my material and stuff like that while I'm getting over the kids stuff and all the challenges that happened that we were hit with before we left and just trying to keep myself busy and stuff like that. Just one day I sat there and I reflected on my resume and I'm like, before I looked at my resume, it would make me sick because I'm like, I spent two years doing this and I spent four years doing this. And like, I used to have that word of a dabbler, but now it's like, I look at like all the shit I've done. And like, when I look at how many tools or tricks or, um, like all the things that I learned, like from each one of those positions, like I can't imagine taking some type of like desk job because it's just like, I've learned all these things. I have all this knowledge, all this experience doing all these crazy things. I can't believe I would just go put it towards somebody else's company. And that's just like one thing that I always go back to and it helps me again, stay true to my values. So my decision of not taking a desk job make is really hard to swallow where when I was in my emotional mindset last week, I'm like, I just need to get a job. I just need to wake up and brush my She's hair and go to work. She's even talking about waiting tables. It's like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Which I have never done because I'm not, because I'm not very, I don't know if I'm I not very I can imagine positive. the waiting tables. The one person that disagrees with you or complains, you like throw them in the face or something. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I just wouldn't care. Like, if you don't like your food, yeah. I don't care. Like, you don't get to change your mind or something, you know? <laughs> so I played all that out, and it was like, again, it's like I have to, I would literally have to put my values in a shoebox and hide them underneath my bed to take these jobs that I was looking at that I thought that could be fun to get my mind out of this, like, emotional funk that I'm in um, to kind of reshape my new role and who I am now that I have never had to do well I haven't had to do for 12 years and so that's just like something that I want to leave with you guys to make sure that you guys write down your values and I challenge you to when you keep your values even even if it's written down in your car or on your phone or somewhere to see how easy it feels to make decisions whether they're decisions that you're going to make or start putting into motion in six months or you react like you and me and you just say why are we waiting and just do it now um and know that there's always going to be hardship there's always going to be you know people who are upset um, and missing you and because you're affecting other people's lives anytime you make a decision it's inevitable that you're going to change somebody's life so i think the story is always in the struggle for sure everybody loves the happy ending but it took the 
the struggle to reach to the happy ending. So if you don't take risks and get outside your comfort zone and all that, then you're just stuck there. Oh, and by the way, it wasn't just like a small little Christmas thing for Invictus. It's called the Invictus Experience. I went to New York for that. So the Invictus Experience is actually a customized experience out of Vegas, and we you get to team up with with the uh, the special operations crew, um, mainly made up of recon raiders, MARSOC, um, any of that that special operations. You know your tier one asset that's going to put you through the experience of a lifetime. You can custom build it and everything, but the the one that was featured in the Neiman Marcus Christmas catalog is for a secret agent man so or woman. If you want to be a secret agent at 007, we're going to fly you do there it by so bad. a private jet, and um, you're going to experience the finer things in life in true Vegas fashion uh, com- combined with a uh, special operations team, and you're going to... Uh, but you can problem. only do if you know these type of people. Like, it's not something that... A- package that you can just go buy and put together yourself like you have to have the credentials to put something like this together yeah and it was i know one and yeah. he's married to me and i want you to give me a good deal <laughs> just the other day it was featured on the uh, today show and radio um, shows i mean when the christmas special catalog comes out i mean you want a yacht for christmas i mean the things that go into this catalog are for the people that cool. are like who are these people and why aren't they my friends you know like so this is really, really, really cool, and I'm so excited yeah, it was for you to be a part of it. Yeah, definitely a new experience for me to go there, and, and I got to be a part of that. That was really cool. Yeah, he's like, I guess there's a company like Prada here. I'm like, what? And then like, I'm like, did you give me anything? Like, those type of invite only for those type of Christmas parties at their store isn't just for everybody. And I'm sure they had a really good goodie bag that you walked right past, but I'll forgive you for oh, that. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know anything about it. Um but yeah, so you guys should ch- check out the Invictus experience. Invictus is a uh, security investigations firm, but um, it also we offer a, an experience of a lifetime. Uh, so you guys need to check that they out. They do they do investigations. Yeah, I started watching this show, and now I want to be a private investigator because she gets to like live in LA, have like the sick beach house. She gets to wear stilettos and carry a gun all day. I'm like, I want to do that. I'm actually really like doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. So he's working on getting his guns and fitness up, so stay tuned and keep your guys out for that. He's going to start rocking and promoting his 21-day indoc with, you know, especially with we're going to kind of just revamp everything. So yeah, I got, all I got a set up now, and uh, we've just kind of had to take a hiatus because of the, the time that it took to prep for getting moved over here, and, and now we can kind of start focusing on the things that really, really make us happy. life yeah and i'm doing podcast and craig's gonna start a guns and fitness podcast where it's just specific about all of his nutrition and everything that he's doing over at invictus um and stuff like that so we're gonna start with guns and fitness (laughs) ramping up our brands (laughs) and really get going so we just wanted to check in with you guys and let you know that we're alive and we're not giving up we just had to check out we didn't again we always want to make sure that we leave you guys with just as much as we get and so we wanted to be in a good place well I know me anyways I guess just speak for myself I wanted to make sure that I had my head on straight and I wasn't just gonna cry the whole way through and make sure that we had something of value to bring to you guys and let you know what's going on and let you know that we made it to LA 
and we are just getting into our routines again. And so we're so excited for this journey and for you to be along with it. Yeah, and stay tuned for the rest of these uh, podcasts that are coming up because she didn't release much today, but there's this has been quite the journey, and I'm sure you're going to end up sharing most of it with everybody. There's a lot of exciting stuff that has happened in the last couple of months. I don't know if we should use the word exciting, but... I like to put it as, like, excitement. you got to do this, right? No? Okay. Not yet. That's positive, baby. Now we're going to end it with a little game I like to call Just, Just the, the tip. tip. That was good. Damn, nailed, nailed it. it. <laughs> okay. What do you, what's your tip? Oh, dear. Um, my tip for today, I am thrown off right now. Um, since I guess you talked about values and everything, that. Okay, I won't talk about values. <laughs> it has to be your um, tip. That's my, my tip, tip would be, I think, okay, well, I didn't have any time to prep for this at all. Uh, the tip for today in my journey to California and the living outside of my comfort zone, when you get into a new place and a new environment and um, you may be a little uh, fearful or scared of, uh, adventuring out into the unknown and every day if you just take that time to go find out something new about the the it could be the place that you're in right now and that and you can live outside of your comfort zone even when you are in the city that you're familiar with but just go out there and start to experience a little bit more of life is that a good tip that was awesome okay that was really good <laughs> I guess mine's kind of the same thing. I mean, one thing that I've had, like, if I could get a tattoo, I would tattoo this, like, all over my body, probably. Like, that's just what's gotten me through the past couple weeks as I transition into my new life and my new role here. And it's, you, you are who you are because of where you came from. And so if I look back on not only, like, where I came from, but where I've been, it's pretty incredible. Amen to that. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's been a ride. I guess I had to go to that place to get to this one. Now, some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me. I'll get you there. You can try and